is this thing on? Is this thing on? How do I sound? Okay, we just gonna we just gonna do this shit. All right. So, welcome to Catch These Vibes. My name is Charmonique, and you are listening to episode sixty-nine. Oh, um, oh. Um, I just felt like breaking down a little bit because it's. Anyways, uh, yeah, so it's episode 69, and um, so topics for this episode, I got to talk about my girl, Nicki Minaj. I already know, I already told y'all this was going to happen. I warned y'all that this was going to happen, so it's happening now, and yeah, so Nicki Minaj is definitely a topic for this episode. Um, I wanted to also bring up some questions um, that I've just kind of thought of uh, that I've asked myself um, that I want, you know, just to go through my thought process on the podcast with y'all. And then I also wanted to talk about ghosting because I saw this tweet on Twitter Um and I wanted to talk about it. And then I also happened to come across this article about it. So I'm like, it's meant to be. Like, I really want to talk about that. Because I feel like ghost, when you ghost somebody or when you're ghosted, I, and I feel like I've talked about this before, but I want to talk about it again um, or some more. Um because I thought this article was very interesting, has some really, really good points that I feel like um, should be talked about. So we're going to talk about that. All right. Now let's go ahead and get into it. So first things first, Miss Mrs. Petty, Miss Onika Tanya Mirage Petty. So we talked last episode about how she was, she came out of hiatus and she posted, you know, something along the lines of Fridays, you know, something's happening on Friday. So Thursday evening or Thursday night, she got on live and she was just talking about, first of all, looking beautiful, looking, you know, ready to just get back to work and kill the game like she always do. Um, so she was on live, she was talking, um, just about what she, what her plans were. And then Drake got on her live. So it was a really, really special moment to see Drake on her live because their relationship has been like very like weird in the last couple of years. It seems like just with everything that happened with Meek Mill and, um, whatever the fuck else, who knows? We don't really know they business. We can only speculate, but yeah, so their relationship has just been like, you know, people not really knowing if they even fuck with each other. So to see them on live together was really special. And Drake was just sent, giving her her flowers and just, you know, they just, really exchange some kind words to each other and let each other know how much they really do love each other. And, and she talks about how she would, she had writer's block, which 
if you are an artist, um, you you really understand what that how it feels to have writer's block and what that means to like finally finally get that inspiration that you need or that spark that you need from a certain person to help you get out of that that spot. So she said that Drake helped her get out of her writer's block. He sent her a song. The song was Seeing Green, which, you know, the barbs are trying to get it to go number one. So we'll see next week if it does. Um, but the song is fire. And I really wanted to talk about it really quickly because it just, it means a lot to me because Lil Wayne was like my first favorite rapper. Like, I was so obsessed with Lil Wayne. I knew all his songs, all his mixtapes, all his CDs, like every magazine cover that this man was on, I had. And I had it all on my wall. Like I just love Lil Wayne so, so, so much. So So I just have this, I just have a love, love for Lil Wayne, like that I will never like, he's just going to always be that rapper that I'm just going to forever just love, you know? And then with Drake, I really started fucking with Drake. The first song that I really, really liked of Drake was that song Fear. I used to listen to that all the time. And um, just as the time went on, I just started to really, really love Drake. So he became my favorite rapper at a certain point. I mean, he's, he is one of my favorite rappers, but like it was all always just Drake, 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 Drake for a minute. And same thing with Nicki Minaj. So, and I... I always fuck with Nicki Minaj. I always love Nicki Minaj because I was I listened to Lil Wayne and on the Upgrade You Freestyle, he goes, and I just signed a chick named Nicki Minaj. So of course I go search her because I used to make CDs all the time. I used to always make me CDs. So I looked her up and you know, got her music or whatever. And that's how I was introduced to Nicki Minaj. And then a you know, as the years went on, I became more of a fan of her and just, you know, grown more respect for her and for her artistry. And like now she's just like my favorite, like my top rapper. She's she she's number one in my top five. Like, and I say that with confidence because she's really that girl. She's really that rapper to me. Um, so on this song, Seeing Green, she um, she has said that Drake and Lil Wayne washed her. Um, and it's just like, I, I, I understand why she feels that way. I do, because Lil Wayne, man, that verse is just like probably one of the best verses I've heard from him in a minute. Like, I haven't like been, like, I'm always impressed with Lil Wayne. But this one is, I don't know, it's just different. People are really talking about it, saying it's like verse of the, verse of the year. Um,
So yeah, people are saying Wayne got verse of the year so far, you know, but even Drake's verse is like crazy. Like Nikki's verse is crazy. Like I love all their verses. So it's really hard for me to say personally because I love them all so much. Like, and I've all, I love them individually in, in different time periods in my life. So that's why I have like a connection to them, I feel like. And it's like when they get together, it's just like, it's just always flames to me. But I'm pretty sure that everyone would agree that this is probably their best collaboration so far. And it's like, it's, it's like freestyle. There's no hook, you know, but they all, the way that they always are on the same, like, what is it? They just always on the same page. It just blends so, so effortlessly, you know, and, and they versus the certain things that they say in the way that they choose to say it. Like they all said seeing green in their verse, but the way that they put it was just, you know, fire in, in their own individual way. Um, but yeah, if you ain't heard the song yet, I definitely suggest checking it out. Um, I'm, I do want to mention J. Cole really quickly, and then I'll get back to Nikki. Um, J. Cole's album, I listened to it. He never disappoints me, first of all. Jermaine never disappoints. Um, man, it's his his it's just so beautiful. It's always beautiful. And I just love how poetic he is. But Hunger on Hillside is my favorite. I've been, I can't. It's like I went, I played the whole album, but that one just, I just can't, I got, I keep listening to it over and over. So I'm probably going to keep listening to that one and then, then go back to the other songs. But yeah, he's definitely getting number one album. He's well-deserved. Um, so he's just, I don't, I, J. Cole. Everything, like everything he's doing right now is just like, man, dude. Like, did you did you really plan this out? Like you you are really a genius. This man is playing professional basketball in um what is it called? Wanda? Oh hell. It ain't Wakanda. I know that. It's something very, very similar, though. Hold on. I don't want to say it wrong. I just can't think of it right now. <laughs> Where is it? The team Patriots Basketball. Basketball Africa League. Okay, but where though? Where is it called? Y'all, come on. Y'all just not gonna play put where it's at, just Africa. All right, y'all. Africa. 
I wanted to say the specific place, and I, I I read it somewhere, but I can't think. It's like at the tip of my tongue. <sighs> Anyways, um, but yes, yeah, so he had his first game um, recently. It says Jermaine Cole finished with three points, three rebounds, and two assists in just under 18 minutes of action as the Patriots, who are Based in he oh there we go there it is all I had to do was read it who are based in Kigali Rwanda there we go that's what I was thinking Rwanda took on the Rivers Hoopers basketball club his first points came on a putback layup off of a miss by Steve Ogumentori in the final minute of the first quarter okay so yeah he's like really living out his dreams, and it's just so dope to see it, man. Like, this man released the album and then went and had his first his first professional basketball game. Like, I just can only imagine how excited this his, his experience is right now. Like, what he's going through right now, I'm pretty sure he's like, it's just crazy. But this is, he put it all together, and he made it to where he at. It's really dope. So, y'all, I love me some J. Cole. I really do. Um, but yeah, shout out to J. Cole. If you ain't if you ain't checked out his album yet, the off season, check it out. Um, always, always some gems. I feel like in his verses, like he always, he always be trying to educate people and put them on game. That's all he be trying to do being honest and um inspirational it's just like how can you how can you be mad at it like i don't i i really don't understand why um i mean everybody got their own taste or whatever what they like to listen to but if you say j cole is a bad rapper you're, that's, that's nuts to say that. It's like, all right, what are you listening to? Are you even listening? People don't be listening. But anywho, J. Cole, he did his thing, of course. All right, so back to Nicki Minaj. So she released, so on the live, the, what she decided to do was re-release um, her 12-year-old mixtape, Beam Me Up Scotty, um, on streaming platforms because it's, it was a mixtape back then. There wasn't streaming. Streaming wasn't a thing really yet or whatever. I don't know. Um, but it was a mixtape, so it wasn't, you know... With those type of things, you got to get them cleared and because they're you're using other people's beats, things like that. So it's harder for people to get their mixtapes on streaming platforms. Um, and more people are doing it. Drake did it recently. Um, Lil Wayne did it. Um, so this is something that we, we really want to see people, more people be able to do. Um, it would be dope if Lil Wayne could get some um 
Because he put out, I think it was no ceilings, but it would be really, really dope if he could get the Drought 3s on there, the Drought 3 um, dedication, all the mixtapes. If he could get those on streaming platforms, that would be so cool. Because there's so many songs from the mixtapes that was just like, man, unforgettable still to this day. But yeah, so that people are really making that more of a thing to get their mixtapes on DSPs, streaming platforms. But yeah, so that's what she decided to do, which I feel like was a smart move for her um, to do that. Because first of all, um, Itty Bitty Piggy alone is just like one of them songs that everybody loves by Nicki Minaj. If any... That song, Itty Bitty Piggy, Itty Biggie, Itty Bitty Piggy, and Monster are probably the two songs that people mostly bring up about Nicki Minaj, That those and Super Bass. So it's just one of those iconic songs that everybody loves and everybody was listening to, but they could only listen to on YouTube. So the fact that they can have it on their phone now It's just like what everybody was just very, very happy about. So that, and it just brought back a lot of memories for me. Like personally, I really liked Kill the DJ, which is another song on the mixtape. And I'm happy that I'm able to listen to it now because I, I honestly forgot about it because I... It wasn't, I had to search for it on YouTube or something. And sometimes you don't be feeling like having to do that because YouTube be making things complicated. You can't exit out of it. You got to stay on there. So it just be like, if it ain't on Apple Music or Spotify or whatever, then whatever, I ain't going to hear it. But anywho, so Kill the DJ, um, Itty Bitty Piggy, She got um, Boss Ass Bitch on there. And then, so she put three new songs on there. So it's the Seeing Green song with Lil Wayne and Drake. There's a song called Fractions, which is a really, really dope song. And then the Crocodile Teeth song, dope as fuck. Like, they all, like, they all good. Like, she, Nikki never disappoints me. Like, she, she just don't. She just, she just doesn't. Ever. So that was smart of her to put, you know, new songs on there and just get the people hype and show people she still got it and she's still the queen. She still runs shit and all these bitches are her sons. So it is what it is. But um So she's been very, very active on social media. She's been posting every day. Um, So what I what I said last week was it'll be it wouldn't I feel like it wouldn't really make sense for her to go back on the hiatus at this point because you you got everybody's attention. But that's the thing. Nikki stays getting attention like throughout her whole hiatus. She still was trending. People were still talking about her. People were still showing her love. Um, And speaking of people showing her love, um, she's been getting a lot of love from people 
um, like Wendy Williams, The Breakfast Club, other rappers, other singers, artists. Um, so it's been nice to see, you know, people giving her her flowers. Um, but yeah, so I just feel like at this point, since she's, you know, got got this momentum built up, might possibly have a number one record coming up. I feel like she should keep it going. Like, give us a release date for her documentary. Let this go. This noise pass. Give us a release date for the documentary. Um, like, like, don't wait. Like, I feel like they should, even if it don't come out to like um, September or August, like, still like give us a release date so that we know when it's coming and that it is coming. Because that that excitement will build up even more. So either put the release date for the documentary, or because I don't know if she should announce the album just yet. And it sounded like I don't know. I think I heard that she said that it's almost that is done. I could be wrong though. So I don't know if she should say that, announce the album just yet, because she just released this, this mixtape. I don't know, but I, she definitely needs to announce something. I feel like, I just don't feel like it would be a good idea to just go silent again and then don't say anything about what's coming up. So hopefully that's that's what happens. It seems like her her new management has really been, you know, planning and working behind the scenes to make sure everything is set in place for like promo and things like that, marketing. Um, like I've been seeing, I ain't ever seen Nicki Minaj on my Facebook so much as I've been seeing her in the last couple of days. Like usually I see like Cardi B, but I've been seeing a lot of like Nicki Minaj um, promo, like different ads of her posts on my page and it's just like I never really seen that before so I'm like yeah they definitely they definitely working making sure that they stay on top of her social media on all platforms not just on not just Twitter and Instagram because she on TikTok now being more active on there so I just see like I'm liking the way that it's looking this era is looking good so far, and I just hope that they keep it going. Like, don't stop now. Don't go back on no hiatus. And I just don't feel like that would be smart. But that's just my opinion as a fan and as a person who just is excited to see what the hell's coming. So I'm a, um, let me just make sure. I didn't have nothing else I wanted to bring up. So I didn't want to spend too much time, too much time. Oh, captions for days. Yeah, so all the all the girls gonna got captions for days for their pictures because that's what that's Nikki. She gives us all the captions. Drake do too. Okay. Yeah, so I don't see any other notes on anything else I wanted to touch on. 
So, um, so yeah, we expect more. I told y'all once this, once she comes back this year, I told y'all at the beginning of the season that um, this was going to be Nikki's year and we was going to be talking about it. So, but yeah, let's go ahead and move on to the next thing. So when somebody, someone, someone says, let's link, what does that really mean? Like, I was like, these are the things that I have to ask myself because I just, I just don't really know. I don't, I don't know. And when I say somebody, I, I mean someone of the opposite sex that wants to, you know, date you or maybe the same sex, whatever your preference is, however you date. Somebody that, you know, been trying to like kick it with you or whatever, just, you know, randomly hits you up and says, let's link. It's like, what? You mean right now? Like what? Like right now? Or you mean like later on? Or you want to like plan something? Like, are you saying like, let's link in the future? Like. What? What is? It's just like I need more. Like I need you to be specific about what you're asking of me. Like, what is it that you want? You want to go on a date? You want to take me out? Like, you want to do something specific? Like, I need specificity. 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 I need that. That's what I need. Like, huh? I'm going to play dumb. Like, what do you mean? Like, which, what, what is it that you're trying to do? I'm going to say exactly that. Like, I need specifics. <laughs> what the fuck is the word? Be very motherfucking specific about what you want when you're talking to me. Please and thank you. That's all I need. That's what I would like. Just be specific and get to the point. You know, don't have me wondering about what you mean. So now I got to ask you. Now I got to feel silly for asking you. When you could have just simply said what you meant when you met the first time, the first go around. Just get it out there, get it out the way, so I could just respond and we'll be be done or we'll be on our way to whatever it is that we're on our way to. But I just you just gotta be specific, like off the rip. That's what I need. I've come to the conclusion that that's how I need to be approached with specificity. Yeah, that's all I wanted to say on that. Okay, 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 okay. It says, 18 years ago today, Beyonce released the most iconic debut single of all time, Crazy in Love. 
Let me see. So the part, the clip that is on right now, this choreography part, baby, I had it down. This is probably one of the first ones that I remember. Like I'm trying to remember videos prior to this that I used to copy, but this this one for sure was one of them ones where I had the choreography down. Like when I I had to do the dance every time that it came on. This one was an iconic one. Like pretty much all her videos, really. I always wanted to copy and dance the Destiny's Child videos. And in Sierra's videos, all her videos, I always learned the choreography to and copied everything that she did. So I thought that was interesting. Wow, 18 years ago, that song came out. I remember, I vividly remember that time. That was 2003. Yep, 2002, 2003. Good, those were some good years. Those were some good times. But let's go ahead and move on to our next topic. Let's see. All right, so I've been seeing a lot of talk about ghosting, so I wanted to um, I wanted to touch on some different tweets that I came across and, and different conversations that are being had, and then I want to go ahead and read this article that kind of brings a different point of view. So um, I can't find the tweet that I that um, that I saw. But I have a, another one that I want to read. But the tweet was kind of read along the lines of, you know, if you ghost people, you have poor communication skills and basically you're a terrible fucking person is what it said. And, um, yeah, so some people believe that. And I, I understand why one would feel that way. Um, I've definitely been ghosted before. Um so I know what it feels like to to be like, what the fuck? Why is this person not talking to me anymore? Um, so yeah, there's that. And then somebody wrote this tweet, um, Octavia Butler. We joke about ghosting, but it can't be good for our collective mental health to normalize both the act of impulsive disappearing and the acceptance that we are all disposable intangibles. So I really do agree with this tweet because it can't be healthy to just disappear on people and not confront them and not talk about whatever it is that you and that person need to talk about or deal with or confront. It can't be healthy to to have a cycle of always doing that. So um, I do agree with that. It's, it's not good, and it can't be good for your mental health to do that on a consistent basis and never really be able to possibly build relationships because you run away from them or whatever. So that aspect of it, I, I get and I understand where she, why, she, why she tweeted that, because it's true. Um, let, me, let me read another random tweet and see. 
But those people are saying, that's interesting. Somebody said, my accountant is straight up ghosting me on tax day. I cannot. <laughs> Someone said, ghosting is one of the lowest things you can do to someone, especially after having them be emotionally invested in you. It's so normalized because no one owes you anything, but not even basic communication, apparently. I feel you, Jordan. I feel you. All right. So there's those tweets. And so I wanted to read this article that I feel like brings a different, you know, spin to the whole ghosting thing. So it's titled, For the Love of God, Stop Complaining About Ghosting. Ghosting is not new. It's not a millennial invention. So this is was written by Ari Eastman. Um, it's a three-minute read, so... Let's go ahead and get it started. So it says, ghosting is what coward is what a coward does, right? For a long time, I convinced myself of that narrative. I decided men who never gave me a solid reason were cowards. They're always in the wrong, didn't deserve me, were selfish or immature. I was better off. My heart was too pure and loving for people who dropped of, off the face of the earth, right? It's easy to condemn ghosting when you are the one being ghosted. Of course, it's easy to cast venom towards the person, the person you were hopeful about, who never took the time to respond. It's easy to cover up your heart, your hurt and embarrassment by blaming someone else and making them the villain, the bad guy. Ghosting is not new. It's not a millennial invention. Every dating trend is just an updated, more technologically advanced version of something that existed in the past. The phone call stopped. The letter writing ceased. One day you saw someone you fancied out on a date with someone new. No words exchanged, but a clear message nonetheless. So no, this isn't a new phenomenon. It's simply easier to know when it's happening. In an ideal world, we all communicate effortlessly. We are honest without being cruel we verbalize exactly what we want and never just fade into the background. But it's not an ideal world. There's no utopia. There's no perfect place. Things are misconstrued. Egos show up instead of the people attached to them. Fear takes control. We do things we think are right. We do things we think will cause less pain. We're selfish and generous, sometimes all at once. I don't think this is something to be sad about. This is being realistic. This is understanding how complicated people are and that searching for a blueprint to explain it all is futile. Who wants that anyway? Sounds like a real snore. Ghosting does not feel good. It doesn't feel good to do it or be on the receiving end of it. Goodbyes are never fun. There's always an awkwardness, an expectation, a feeling of disappointment. No one looks forward to them. When you're ghosted, it's not even all about the heartbreak. Often, there isn't heartbreak. Instead, it's a sudden indignation. It's anger. It's a how dare they ghost me. It's ego, ego, ego. It sends us spinning, looking for clues or reasons. We become archaeologists, 
digging away at ourselves, trying to figure out what we did that was so utterly unlovable. But see, this is not the fault of the person who ghosted. This is something you already contain. This is insecurity bubbling up. This is what we all have. Being ghosted just brings it front and center. Be hurt, be disappointed, be honest, but don't condemn someone for all these feelings. They didn't cause them. These feelings existed inside you already. Ghosting was just the match. The fire had been building up for years. I've ghosted people and I'm not proud. I've done it for different reasons. Some pure laziness. Some not wanting to have difficult conversations that would end in more hurt. Some because I was depressed and struggling to even get out of bed. I am the ghost and the ghosted. I cannot claim one is better than the other. I cannot claim an exit strategy fundamentally makes someone a bad person. And while I do try to be upfront with people, I'm not capable of promising I'll never, ever ghost again. If we're being truthful, we all contain a little apparition. Let's stop demonizing it. Okay, have some snaps for Ari Eastman. Ari Eastman is a poet and the author of Bloodline. Um, I really like that article. I thought it was interesting because um, there's such a negative connotation um, on ghosting. And it's just like she presented a different way to look at it. And it's just like you don't know why this person ghosted you. You don't know what really is going on, first and foremost. Um, and can you really take it personal? Um, I feel like in some instances, you can take it personal because if it's like, if it's a situation where you feel maybe you were being led on by someone, this person made you feel a certain way, but it's like, did they really make you feel that way or did you just make yourself feel that way? You know, it's just, you know, different things that you really have to consider. But at the end of the day, feel how you want to feel. If you want to be mad about being ghosted, if you want to ghost somebody, you know, do what you want. Do whatever feels right for you, whatever you feel the need to do in that moment. Um at the end of the day, it is what it is. Can't really harp on stuff for too long. Really shouldn't. It's another thing easier said than done sometimes. But yeah, so I really liked that article. Um, and I thought that was an interesting take on the whole ghosting thing. So yeah. Y'all, so I felt so defeated by my cramps. Like, they really whooped my ass today that I, I, I started crying. Like, I was really crying like I was in labor because they, they wanted to last pretty much all goddamn day. And usually I'm able to get use my heating pad and I don't really take anything. Um, and I'd be good, and then, or I just give in and I take something. So today I, I took something, and it didn't kick in. 
It's like two hours later, it still didn't kick in. So it was like, I basically had cramps like all day. I'm working, trying to sit at my desk and be comfortable. And it's really not comfortable, but I'm, you know, getting through it. I end up taking the pills to, you know, pain relievers, but they didn't kick in till like three, four hours later. So I'm like, oh my God. So I'm crying. My son all concerned, like, what's wrong, mommy? What's wrong? I'm like, I got cramps. And he's like, oh, you should drink some water. I'm like, it's not them kind of cramps. <laughs> Man, it was really, really bad. But thankfully, they gone right now. Anywho, I want to send a shout out to my mommy. Happy birthday, mommy. Her birthday is May 19th. Shout out to all my Taurus people out there who are celebrating their birthdays. Um, happy birthday. Thank y'all so much for tuning in. This has been lovely. My name's Charmonique. This is Catch These Vibes. You listen to episode 69. Talk to y'all next week for episode 70. And uh, yeah, we just gonna keep doing our thing. You know how we do. Catch a vibe, you know. Um, yeah. So thank y'all so much for listening. You know, shout, you know, give me a review, something. Let me know how you how y'all feeling about the show. You know, y'all don't gotta be so stranger danger. You could be friendly. Friendly. What what rhymes with friendly? Um, I can't think of nothing. But yeah. Peace, love, and hair, grease, y'all. Bye.